In today's episode of the Cook, Eat, Nourish podcast, I'm talking to Kira Belfiso of Calm with Kira. I first met Kira when she joined my six-week menopause cooking program. She was a star pupil posting the recipes that she had done and, and she, in this episode, we talk about the results that she achieved having done the six-week course and her own journey with the uh, BRCA2 gene and her surgeries and then her movement towards areas of mindfulness. Be sure to listen to the end to see her three top tips to improve your health. And don't forget to subscribe and share and review the podcast. It would be fantastic so that other people can see it. Hope you enjoy. So thank you, Kira. Thanks so much for joining me today. Um, I know I first came across you when you enrolled in my six-week menopause cooking program, but would you mind introducing yourself to my audience, please? Sure. Um, and, and thanks so much, Fiona, for having me here uh, today. I'm honoured. Um, so as I said, my name is Kira Belviso, um, and I live in Dublin with my um, my Australian husband, um, who I dragged back across the waters, and my two daughters, um, Amelia and Sophia, who are Irish twins, both age seven at the moment. Um, one is turning eight next week. Um, so, yeah, I guess my background is that um, I, I did medicine as my primary degree, um, and I spent 13 years in clinical practice and then went into the pharmaceutical industry after that. Um, and and um, I'm currently on a career break um, for the last number of months. Um, and I suppose um, I became very interested in mindfulness over um, the, the last number of years. I was going through a few struggles, both myself and, um, and also just with life in general. And um, I was introduced to mindfulness by a coach and became incredibly interested in the whole world of compassion and mindfulness and um, completed a course in mindfulness and positive psychology um, in October 2020. Um, and um, really, I've just been really interested in trying to um, spread the world word of mindfulness to everybody that I can I can grab to, to converse about it with. Fantastic. I mean, yeah, I suppose I, over the last little while, have spent a lot more, uh, become a lot more aware of mindfulness, etc. So um, that'll be great to, to hear all about all those details mm -hmm. and, and what you're offering. So um, I guess my first question, and I, I always think, uh, following my own journey, it's an important one to ask is, how did you arrive in menopause? Yeah, so and I arrived in menopause uh, with a bang, as they say. Um, I um, I entered surgical menopause at the age of forty-one, um, and um, so what happened at that stage was um, I had had two children in very quick succession. I was thirty-nine and forty, having my my two girls, um, really blessed. And um, two weeks before the second girl was born, um, I discovered that I carried a mutation in my BRCA two gene. Um, and due to my family history, um, it was recommended um, that I consider prophylactic surgeries. Um, and for me, it made sense at the time to have the oophorectomy first. I know a lot of people do it the other way around, um, but to have the oophorectomy first. So when my youngest was six months old, I underwent um an oophorectomy and a hysterectomy at the time and um 
yeah, woke up in menopause on the 16th of March in 2016. Wow, that must have been really horrific to just, yeah, wake up after that. What, what, what did you, um, what were the main feelings that you went through at that stage or what symptoms even did you have at that stage? You know, it, it was really interesting because I never had the stereotypical menopause symptoms of hot flushes and uh, night sweats or insomnia. I nothing like that. And still to this day, have never had them. And um, I, I actually, I think, I think having had two pregnancies and the hormones up dips and troughs um, so quickly before I had the surgery, I actually just said, oh, do you know, I'm good. I'm fine. And I trundled along and, and I trundled along and for probably two or three years. Um, and, and then I started to feel like, feel very anxious. And it was anxious and overwhelm were my, my key symptoms really at the start. And then I was beginning to wonder, I was having problems finding words. I was beginning to wonder, gosh, am I getting early onset dementia? I, and uh, yeah, the, the brain fog was real. And of course, you know, having my medical background, I was uh, very adept at self-diagnosing at the time. Um, and I didn't know very much. I'm not, I'm not a general, um, or I'm not a GP, so I didn't know very much about menopause. Um, and we hadn't got much training on it. Um, so, so yeah, so it was all those symptoms. It was the very non-specific symptoms. And then when I suddenly started looking into it a little bit more, I went, oh gosh, you know, actually, I, I have, my nails are very weak. And I know we've spoken about this before. My nails are breaking all the time. My skin has gone so dry, I'm exhausted. So I had all the, the, the constellation of symptoms, muscle pain and weakness. Um, and But it, it took me quite a while actually to, to come up with that and that's me with a medical background so I started telling all my friends gosh when this happens to you guys just beware it's not all hot flushes and it's not all night sweats you know that there are exactly. other things that can happen yeah and um, when you had that sur surgery and you had the hysterectomy hmm. and the ovaries removed were you advised yeah. by the medical team or your you know your doctors as to what you might experience um I think, I mean, all they ever really asked me was whether I was having hot flushes. And I think in fairness to, to, to them, um, it was surgeons that were doing the, the operation. So they hadn't the background training either in, in you know, the management side. Um, and they did start me on HRT. I went home on HRT straight away. Um, okay. And, um, and I guess, yeah, it, I knew that I would get menopausal symptoms. I was told that you'll wake up in menopause. Um, but I was never, I never realized the spectrum of the symptoms that I would get. Okay. Um, and I thought because I hadn't the typical ones, I didn't, I wouldn't have, you know, I was like, it hasn't really affected me. I'm grand. <laughs> so I know yeah. exactly. It's those more subtle ones that we don't really know about and aren't as well mm. known, although it is now becoming uh, more, more spoken about. Okay. Definitely. So, You've arrived in menopause, and I know we'll go back and mm -hmm. fill in some of the details afterwards. How did you come to hear about my six-week cooking course? I actually heard about it through, uh, I, it was, it was um, 
it was actually a post that somebody I followed, and I think a nutritionist that I followed on Instagram actually shared a post of yours. And I clicked into then I saw the article in one of the Irish newspapers. I'm not sure if it was the Times. Um, and I just, I've always, you know, as I said, I'm on HRT and I'm on, um, you know, other medications. And I've, I'm obviously I'm a medic, so I have no problems with medications. But I do always like to look at people in a holistic way and I always try to do that as a, as a as a doctor treating a patient but also for myself um and I was always very into healthy food and healthy eating and with the busyness of life and the busyness of kids working from home with your kids at COVID etc I had really lapsed into convenience I guess um, and I really wanted to get back to a more healthy kind of diet so so actually I read about it that night and I signed up, I think, straight away. <laughs> so great. Um, yeah. And I was delighted. <clears throat> Brilliant. Um, and yeah, one of the star pupils who would post lots of recipes that you've been doing. So that is fantastic. Uh, yeah. So what did you hope to achieve from the course? Because I know you were kind of an experienced cook as it was going into the course, but what did you hope to achieve? For me, whilst I was an experienced cook um, and I had cooked and eaten very healthily all through my life um, or my you know once I'd left home um, for me it was to get my mojo back nearly to, to cooking again I had I think I was kind of tired I was tired of the battles with my kids about what they would eat and not eat um, which I think everybody goes through with their children at different phases um, and also, it's actually quite funny because my, my husband also loves to cook and he had nearly taken over most of the cooking. Um, and as you can guess by his surname, a lot of that was pastas. And, you know, he's a great cook, but he, we do we eat a lot of pasta in the house. Um, and, and, and now we actually are back to, I wanted to get back into the kitchen and now we're back to actually, you know, planning and saying, well, I'm cooking this night and you're cooking that night. And, um, you know, it's um, it was really getting my mojo back and getting some kind of recipes to get. I knew I wasn't getting enough vegetables in. Um, okay. And I think one of the main things I did learn from your course um, was when you were, you were always saying, how can I add more nutrition to this? How can I add more nutrition to this? And now, even if we're still, even if we're having, you know, the kids pick a meal each, a dinner each every week, it's often sausages and chips or chicken nuggets and chips. But even if we're doing that, it's like, well, I'm definitely putting a salad on the side or I'm definitely, we're definitely putting in a lot of veg. So it's, it's, it's trying to open it that way. And I'll always have a smoothie on the days I know that the dinner is not going to be the most nutritious, shall we say, of dinners. Um, so, so it's little things like that. I, I, I think that were really, that really, I got out of the course, but that's what I was going in for really to get that kind of inspiration again, I guess, to cook. Brilliant. And so, yeah, I was going to ask you what results you got from it, but I guess you've, you, it sounds like you're following that planner that you got and you're, you're getting everyone involved mm. and choosing their dishes. And then I love, yeah, as you yeah. know, I'm always, how can we add more nutrients? Um, and are there any other results that you have felt yourself in terms of uh, perhaps some of the symptoms that you had? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I think I, I think I tagged you in the post where I actually painted my nails probably for the first time in about, about three years um so I have nails that don't peel anymore um which is brilliant um 
and it's it's that sounds very cosmetic and but it's fickle but it's yeah. you know these things they're are actually, important yeah they're important and um and it actually you know i actually realized that actually flaking nails can be quite painful um i do find when i eat well that i'm definitely less anxious and able to catch myself getting anxious um more um i've realized as well that i probably didn't have enough omega-3 i don't really like fish um and um i mean i only started eating salmon at the age of 35 36 and that was because i, I was like oh it's good for my wrinkles <laughs> that was my reasoning to force myself into it but um i'm getting better but actually taking supplements for omegas has been huge um so so kind of most things have actually improved energy levels have improved you know um things you don't even attribute like that like that can be attributed like but you know bowel patterns fatigue it's it's all it's all improved and i definitely notice a dip if i have a week where i'm not very good for a get caught up in life and haven't you know i'm away and i haven't had my smoothies and things smoothies have been a lifesaver they just make me feel good every every Great. day i take them yeah and so that's that's another interesting one as well because I, I love teaching that one. And um, do you want to tell me what you learned and what you've changed about the smoothies that you would make? Um, well, I suppose I've learned. Well, I learned about kefir. Um, I'm introducing everybody to the joys of kefir, and um, oh, so thank great. you for those. Um, and um, so that's always added into my smoothies now. And um, f- for me, I had always said, "Oh, I really don't like." greens you know I, I can taste the green and actually so the pineapple I think is your secret ingredient mm. to the smoothie that really changes the flavor and um, what I've changed myself or what I've added or taken out some days I, I'll actually add whatever I have if, if things are going off I'll just chuck it in and um, I had a load of celery last week so I had a celery stalk in my smoothie and again I'm not a fan of celery raw celery um or even cooked you know, I'm not a massive fan of the taste of celery, but I don't taste it in the smoothie. So the frozen pineapple um, is the way to go. Um, I've added, started adding in the collagen sometimes. Sometimes I don't bother. I kind of go, gosh, I eat a lot, a lot of healthy proteins and things in my food anyway. Um, but um, but yeah, I just add any any veg and any fruit that are kind of near their end of end of life. I've even added lettuce from our vegetable patch in the garden. Brilliant! <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, because I yeah. suppose one of the pitfalls can be that people would add a lot of fruit and mm. forget about the vegetable side of it. So I think if you can think of your five and have a minimum of two vegetables, it can really help. And yeah, the p- yeah. frozen pineapple is lovely because it helps cool it down, but it also um, you know helps with that sweetness etc so yeah yeah well I think done. that's the key yeah now I try and do I try and do a 50 50 split of veg fruit that's why I kind of keep it that way and then then I know I, I'm not going too far wrong yeah and have you managed to get the kids onto it or is it more just you really one of my kids will um she have it she had it the other day the other one um is a real challenge uh, fruit and vegetable wise so um but she's now eating she's now eating peas and sweet corn with her with her chicken nuggets and chips so, <laughs> so small steps <laughs> baby steps exactly you gotta take things easy so excuse me um kira so if you had someone who was thinking about uh, joining the course what would you say to them Oh, and I, I mean, I have shared it with so many people, as you know, but I would just say do it. Um, yeah, I uh, like I have to say I got so much out of it. The, there's food 
on the menu every, every week, like at least two or three of the recipes. Um, so, and, and I think it's not just for people, to be honest, it, you know, I know it's targeted for menopause and, but I think actually it's for the whole family. It's for everybody. It's um, to, to eat that healthy, clean from scratch food. And it makes, you make it quite easy. That was one of the good things about, I think, watching you cooking them. Because sometimes you can look at something with a lot of ingredients and go, oh, my gosh, that'll take me too long. But actually seeing you do it in 20 minutes on the, uh, um, you know, on, on, I was going to say on the show, but on the Zoom call, um, <laughs> made it, made, made it, you know, made it really, really doable, which was great. Super. Thank you very much. So over to um, I was going to ask mm. you about your diploma in mindfulness, but I think mm. I'm not wrong. You had another surgery before you got to the diploma in mindfulness. Is that right? Oh, yeah. I, t I, I actually had two more. Two more yeah. <laughs> so I, I did um, a two stage um, double mastectomy um, surgery. Um, so so obviously um not obviously, but um, I think a lot of people know with the BRCA2 um, gene mutation um, that you are at a higher risk of breast cancer and ovarian cancer um, and, and other, um, other problems that can cause issues in men with um, prostate cancer. Um, it's been associated with pancreatic cancer with malignant melanoma as well. Um, so um, it, I suppose being quite clinical at the time, I was like, oh yeah, I'll get everything that I can get sorted out, sorted out. Um, so um, I had a double mastectomy then in 27, 2016, no, 2017. Um, and I had implant, um, implants put in their expander implants where they, and they, you go back in kind of every, um, every couple of weeks and they they gradually expand the implants to the size and the shape that you want to be um and uh so you know i i i i didn't under take it take the temptation to go bigger i went back to what i was that's why i said <laughs> i want to be who i was before the surgery um and then i had to have the, another surgery uh to reverse that now i could have had it all done in a year but just with work and everything i actually put that off i had it in 20 19 um I had that surgery so um I'm sorry what do you mean to revert? oh sorry one was the mastectomy and the other was the reconstruction the reconstruction sorry yeah. yes yes, yes. so okay. so yeah. I had the expanders taken out and the permanent implants put in then at that stage yeah. ah okay okay perfect so and are you how are you feeling these days are you healthy hey, good well? yeah yeah absolutely um you know I I, I found even though obviously the scars were bigger from the the mastectomies and um, the recon surgery was 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 actually quite straightforward for me. I didn't find that um, it, too challenging, um, but I actually found the, the the recovery from the oophorectomy much worse than the other surgeries. Um, even though you know it was all done laparoscopically, I just found it physically tougher. Um, okay. Yeah, but no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm back to um, back working out. You know, I, I I haven't done a pull up yet, but I I'm doing press ups and things now, which I you know you read beforehand. You'll never do a press up again. You'll never do this again. You'll never, you know, but but actually you can, um, if you you know within well I could within um. So I'm back doing doing everything really that I that I could have done before. I can do I can do now. 
that's been great well done yeah fantastic yeah. so now on to your diploma on mindfulness mm. do you want to tell us a little bit about that yeah sure so so i started um I, I actually started that diploma i may have said it wrong earlier i started in october 2020 and i finished january or in december just gone so it was a 16 month um diploma which um i did through covid um for a couple of reasons i did it was online um but i had done a an eight-week course and i was really fascinated by being mindful um because i kind of i suppose having had the kids having gone through all the surgeries in order to, to keep myself healthy and well to be around for as long as i could for my family um, and for myself um i sort of started realizing gosh you always motivate yourself by what you'll do in the future what will happen in the future and I started questioning well why you know what am I doing now and realizing that I didn't feel like myself anymore um and I think it's only in the last couple of years I've kind of felt that I'm Kira again um I was mom worker you mm. know employee um everything else and um just sort of felt like I'd lost my own way a little bit um and I had always motivated myself by saying in my head, my seat, my mind was telling me, you're not good enough to do this, you're not, you know, and sort of trying to prove myself wrong. You're not smart enough to do this. And, and it served me really well. I got to, you know, like my career was going well, everything is going really, really well. Um, but I was working with a, with a coach and she said to me one day, um, it's through, it was a business coach, it was um, through work, but she said, gosh, you're really hard on yourself. And I said, well, why, why not? Why wouldn't I be, you know, you have to be to motivate yourself to keep going. And she was like, no, you don't. And she introduced me to mindfulness and self-compassion that day. And gosh, it really, it just, my life changed that day as well. You know, it, it really clicked with me. I was like, oh my gosh, I can actually have ambition, but be kind to myself. Mm. And, um, you know, I, I can be content where I am now. And not be just striving to climb another mountain and saying, oh, when I get there, I'll be happy. When I get there, I will be able mm -hmm. to take two weeks off and go on a holiday to wherever. Um, because I always move the goalposts further and further whenever I got there. Um, and, I, and, and from being introduced to that, I suppose I realized that so many people that I knew um, were the same. And especially women. I think women are very, we're very hard on ourselves. Mm. Um, and I think if it's the one advantage I would say of met, well, there's probably two advantages of menopause, but the actual pausing of men, of men saves me one. But the second one I think is that it does actually make you, we do, women do get this, oh my gosh, what am I doing? Where am I? And you do get this moment where you can actually look at yourself and go, what's going on? And, um, and I think mindfulness the second can really spring type of thing that you can really look at yourself and see what can you do yeah, yeah yeah it's like you know what have I done so far have I been doing it for myself have I been doing it because I've been told I should do this um so 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 yeah so I I I said you know I'm really interested in this and I think it's probably the first thing I've done and I've done many exam diplomas courses over the years but it's it's, it's not probably it's definitely the first thing I did that was purely for me and for my own development and interest um yeah. and there was nothing I had nothing you know I was like there's nothing to gain out of this but I really loved every minute of it um and 
I suppose since I finished the course, and as I said, I've, I really noticed how, how hard people are on themselves. And um, it's really, I'm really inspired. My passion now is to make everybody treat themselves a little bit better and to actually be a bit more present and enjoy what's happening in their day to day. And and still moving forward and saying, well, this is what I want to do, but but actually remembering that actually this is the only moment we have is where we are now. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I I kind of feel I'm going through that that journey as well. Um, and so you have a, a coaching business and a coaching program, mm-hmm. you know, that you're you're setting up towards the end of this year. Do you want to tell me a little bit yeah. about that and how that works? Yeah. So um, so I suppose my my main focus, because I know it, is women um, and, and women who are in the other, you know, the perimenopause, postmenopause phase. Um, and what um, what I do is, so obviously I'm, I'm, I have the Diploma in Mindfulness and Positive Psychology, um, and I teach that um, in group settings, but I'm also available for one-to-one because I know some people prefer to talk these things through, even though the group settings are all very... Um, they're all done in confidence and that's something that everybody agrees to at the start of the the courses. Um, And the courses are six weeks kind of introduction to mindfulness um, and um, doing them online in a a virtual way because I think everybody's kind of gotten used to the virtual world and and sometimes it's easier to actually just go upstairs and turn on your turn on a camera or turn on your phone rather than having to make make it out the door especially in the busy phase of life when you're getting kids to, to bed etc etc um so so yeah so it's the um hopefully starting a course towards the end of the year um and i think well hope it will benefit people who just want to be a bit more mindful and enjoy their Christmas, whatever way they decide to spend it, be it family time, be it, you know, by themselves, but actually really learn the tools to actually be present and to enjoy the moment. Um, Or, you know, if if things are struggling to actually deal with it and not have tools to be able to deal with it and not actually have to, um, you know, either push it push it down the line to be dealt with later because everything will bubble back up to the surface, as as you know, and... um, and, and you know maybe start approaching the new year in a more mindful way yeah I think it's really about having those tools so that when mm. something happens you can deal with it to you know the best of your ability and um yeah. so yeah very valuable um content I'm sure and it'll support a lot of women so my last question Kira, is um do you have three tips for my audience for mm. people to improve their own health what would they be Sure. Um, so I guess my first one, which is one that um, I, 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 I do for myself all the time, but it's, um, it's, it's to stop shooting on yourself. Um, and, um, you know, that's, uh, that, so for example, oh, I should, me last night, I should do the ironing. I should do this, you know, I, sh- I, I should get the lunches made. Um, and just changing the way you approach yourself, because I think we spend so much time saying, I should, I should, I should. And if you actually change your words to something like, if I wanted to, I could do this, it puts me back in charge and it brings me back into where I am at the moment. Um, so that would be my first one. Um, 
So whenever I, I catch myself now, whenever I hear myself saying should, it's like, well, where are you, Kira? Come back into this moment. And what's the decision you need to make? And so last night I, sh I, sh I said I should, I should be doing the ironing. And then I said, you know, if I wanted to, I could do the ironing. But actually, I don't want to at the moment, so I'll do it another time. <laughs> Great. So I was going to say, what's the ironing done? The outcome? No, it's it's still upstairs waiting to be done, but um, but it will be done at some stage. It'll happen exactly. <laughs> Great. Okay, so number one, to stop should. Okay. Yeah. Uh, number two um, is it, it's from from your own um, from from your course, um, but it's drinking enough water because I think we don't realize how much dehydration affects everything our mood our motivation everything um and i would now add to that cooking from scratch as much as possible because i think getting all those vegetables in makes a huge difference to everybody's mental health and just their psychological health i think that's my number two great um, and third one and my third one is to talk to yourself as if you were your best friend um Love it. because I think we're all very compassionate to other people and we're quite hard. We find it very hard to be compassionate to ourselves. And um, so, you know, just again, mindfulness helps you to be more present to, to catch yourself when you're talking that way, because often it's a chatter that's going on in the back of your head that you're not even aware of. And, um, and just to think, would I say this to, whoever your, you know, your friend is. Well, I say this to Fiona, no, you wouldn't. So Fantastic. Um, so yeah, there are three really third. good tips that, uh, you know, anyone could, could implement. So stop with the should, mm. watch your water and try and cook from scratch to your diet and nutrition. And then the third one would be talk to yourself as if you're talking to your best friend. So uh, yeah, there's some really good tips. So thank you very much, Kira. And if my audience wanted to know a little bit more about you, where would they find you? Um, the best place to find me is on Instagram. So um, my handle there is at calm with Kira. And um, do you want to spell um, the Kira there for I us? I was going to say, yes. it's, it's, a, it's a slightly different Kira to the usual. So it's C-E-A-R-A. -A. Lovely. Um, yeah. and, and people can reach out to me there. And uh, yeah, I'm almost always available <laughs> fantastic yeah I love the little quotes and different messages that you put up and what I'll do is I'll be sure to put uh, your contact details and maybe if you've got your upcoming course details I can pop them in the the show notes below Brilliant. so thank you so much for your time today Kira. no thank you Fiona thanks for having me you're very welcome take care take care bye now